0: knowing our numbers helps us to better analyze that deal and ensure that we've factored all of our costs in and so we call those assumptions right so whatever our cost factors are or our assumptions the better that we know our numbers the more accurate our assumptions will be so that way when the deal is done and uh, the investment is in place this is as, as close to what our model was beforehand or whatever how we analyzed it was beforehand. Welcome to the Invest Nest Real Estate Investing Show, a community for real estate investors to learn, network and grow. Be sure to join the Investnest.com and start learning and earning today. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Invest Nest Real Estate Investing Show. As always, I'm your host, Travis Murphy. And I've got another I've got a different show this week we're not going to have an invest guest. this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show. Uh, But I did want to talk to you guys about a couple of things that I have coming out pretty soon. Um, Before we get to all of that I want to uh, remind everybody listening to the podcast to please hit the subscribe button. Uh, Again, I want to thank everybody who has been tuning in every week I, I again, I see the numbers going up, I really do appreciate it it's awesome So thank you all so much. Uh, And if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, leaving a review and a rating wherever you listen is really helpful. And, of course, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Invest Nest. We put a lot of cool content out there, uh, so you can check that out. And then uh, I don't talk about this a lot, but we also have a YouTube channel. Um, You can just search The Invest Nest. But uh, every podcast that we record, I upload the video to to YouTube. So if you prefer to watch and listen as opposed to just listening to a podcast, go check out our YouTube page. And of course hit the subscribe and the notification bell. I'm also gonna be doing a few upcoming videos that are separate from the podcast on certain real estate investing topics. So there will be some content coming out on YouTube that you will not be finding on the podcast. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, that's another reason to go check out YouTube. Uh, and then of course, the InvestNest.com. So I wanna talk briefly about the InvestNest this week. I've mentioned it a few times already, but we have some updates coming out. It's somewhat of a revamp to the website uh, and it should be out in a few more weeks. I'm, I'm anxious to get it updated and out for everyone, but I also don't wanna rush it. So I'm not gonna get too specific yet, but there are gonna be uh, some features and some tools for us as investors to use on the website. So what do we have right now? With the website right now, you can go create a free profile and you can list yourself as either an investor or a real real estate agent or a, a wholesaler or whatever, or a combination of those things, whatever it is you do, and include a bio about yourself and then you can check out the other members that are on the site send them friend requests you guys can message each other there's a messaging Center. We also have a blog area that we release blogs from as the invest nest, but then you as a member, you can actually write your own blog. So if you happen to already have a real estate investing blog or if you're interested in starting one or you just want to share your uh, investments or any anything like that you can create your own blog it's real easy to do a couple clicks of the button start typing and once you have it it's published on the invest website and from there you can actually share it to any of your social media accounts so you can link it directly to your facebook uh, twitter and i believe it's linkedin is the other one so that's a cool feature that's already in place Uh, we also have forums so if you have questions Uh, That's a place that just kind of an open forum, open topic forum about real estate, if you have questions or you just want to uh, get a thread going about any specific topic, you can do that there as well. So what are some of the upgrades? Like I mentioned before, we're going to have some tools that are available to us as investors to help us do different things in investing. That's the part I'm still not going to get too specific on. But just know that there is going to be some really cool stuff coming out and i'll definitely let everybody know about it very soon and but i will talk about an upgrade that's coming with the actual member profile so right now it's somewhat limited like i mentioned before you can list list yourself as whatever you do within real estate and write a bio well we're going to take that a step further and have that a little bit more interactive and allow you to add more information about yourself. Uh, It's almost kind of like a resume, but you're not, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not anything that you're obligated to do. It's as much or as little information you want to put on, put in there, but it's just going to give other members on the site a little bit of a better idea of what it is that you do and then vice versa. So we're upgrading the the profile of each individual member so that we it'll basically include more information specific to that member. Uh, so that's really cool i'm excited about that um we're also going to have an area for downloadable content and i've got to i can kind of tease this a little bit but there's going to be some free um uh, giveaways i guess you could call it that we will have available to anyone who creates a profile a free profile so in other words you'll be able to go to the download center and whatever we have there available is free for you guys to download so uh, not going to go in, again to too much detail on that, but that I think is going to be really uh, cool for a lot of our members that are looking for different resources on real estate investing. So really excited. I know I, I've been teasing it a little bit and I'm not, I'm being somewhat vague, but um, we're just a little early and I, I don't want get to get out ahead of my skis or out ahead of my snowboard for, for all those out there that know I snowboard. Uh, I don't want to get out over my snowboard before things are ready, but I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks, not only to be able to make the announcements, but to actually be live with the site. So just stay tuned. I appreciate you guys being patient now. So what else are we going to talk about on today's podcast? Well, I thought now would be a great time to talk about the importance of uh, knowing our numbers. You know, so on the podcast, for those that have been listening, You know, I have different guests on each week and we kind of talk about a lot of different real estate investing topics. Typically, whatever that guest is and whatever their specialty is. So if they happen to be a wholesaler, we talk about wholesaling. If they happen to do apartment investing or apartment syndicating, that's what we talk about. And in each episode, we kind of talk about all the different facets of real estate investing. And I know you guys as listeners out there have heard me talk about you know, knowing your numbers and the importance of analyzing deals. Well, I want to just take this show and talk a little bit more in detail about that and kind of what I mean by that. So so real estate investing is, we all do this venture to try to better ourselves, improve ourselves and we're all after, you know, financial freedom, you know, financial independence. We kind of, we're trying to escape uh, having to trade our time for money and we're working on more of a lateral income as opposed to vertical income. And what do I mean by that? So vertical income is more or less like your career, your job, what you do every day, your salary, your W-2. Vertical income are, you know, more passive streams of income, and you don't need to just have one. So you can have th- many different passive streams of income, right? Whether it's one investment property that pays you an extra three or four hundred dollars a month in cash flow, well then you can go out and get a second one and a third one and a fourth one and a fifth one. So then you might be up to $2,000, $2,500 in passive income. And that can at some point replace your W-2 or your, you know, your career. And instead of having to go focus on whatever your job is every day, you, if you're able to replace that income and cover your cost of living with your passive income or these other revenue streams that you've set up, then now you can just focus more time on those and establishing more. Uh, and that's when I guess you could call it you've reached that point of financial freedom. It basically means that you don't have to go to that job anymore. You don't have to go to that W-2 anymore, but yet your bills and your cost of living is being comfortably covered by your passive income streams. And it's referred to as financial freedom, financial independence, because, It doesn't necessarily mean that we're just done at that point, but what it does is it gives you the freedom and the independence to do what you want, more or less, and when you want to do it. To an extent, so if you want to keep working your career, you can certainly do that if you want to spend more time with your family, then you now have the option if you want to travel more you now have the option. Uh, if you want to focus on increasing your revenue your passive revenue streams, you have a lot more time to to do that. And it allows us to have a lot more comfortable life. and there's just so many more benefits. And I think that's why a lot of us are uh, into real estate investing and are after all of this. Uh, and why am I bringing all this up? Well, back to knowing your numbers, it's all about the numbers. You know you're not going to get to that point unless whatever real estate investment that you you're undertaking is successful and how do we increase the chances of it being successful well we analyze the deal and the better that we can analyze the deal the better chance we're going to give us at success so knowing our numbers helps us to better analyze that deal and ensure that we've factored all of our costs in and so we call those assumptions, right? So whatever our cost factors are or our assumptions, the better that we know our numbers, the more accurate our assumptions will be. So that way, when the deal is done and uh, the investment is in place, it's as a, as close to what our model was beforehand or whatever how we analyzed it was beforehand. So let's give an example of that. Uh, for example, cash flow on an investment property. So before you actually own the investment property, the first thing we do as investors, once we think we found something that could fit what we're looking for is we we analyze it, okay? And so we start by looking at what the estimated rent is. That's what the income of that property is gonna bring. And that's just what we call revenue in business. Um, And I like to think of this as like a profit and loss statement in business, right? And profit and loss basically just records all of the income that comes in or revenue uh that that business generates from whatever its business practices are and then all of the expenses or the costs of running that business associated with bringing the revenue in and then whatever is left over is your profit or your loss and not to get too complicated but there are certain costs of running business itself that are not found on the p l and they're what's over on the balance sheet but we're not going to get over complicated so for right now We're just going to talk about the cash flow on an investment property and uh, how that breaks down. And again, why it's important to to have it broken down accurately. So the first thing we do again is we check the rent, right? So we find out what the estimated rent of that rental property is going to bring in. Uh, Let's just call it $1,500 a month. So we're going to buy this investment property. The first thing we plug in is what our estimated rent is. Boom, we got our revenue. Now, what are the costs? each month that's going to be associated with that, that rental property. Uh, Well, the first thing we're going to have is the mortgage. Right. And in in real estate investing, any leverage or any mortgage or any any loan, we typically refer to as debt or debt service. So when just for from a terminology standpoint, when you hear people talk about debt service, it's just the amount of their loan costs on a monthly or yearly basis. So the the monthly debt service or the monthly mortgage, that's the first thing we're going to plug in, right? So if we're financing this over 30 years or 15 years, whatever that property is, it's going to, you're going to be able to break that down to what a monthly payment is is going to be. And you can either have it combined or separated principal and interest. Just to keep things simple, I'm going to combine it. So principal and interest of your mortgage payment, your debt service. That's the first thing we're going to include as our expense. So now we've got our revenue, which is the rental income that's going to be provided by the, renter, the tenant, and then the first expense or the first cost coming out uh, is the mortgage. So principal payment and interest is now factored in. What are some other things that we're going to need to factor in? Well, we need insurance on the property. So that's another, you know, it's another uh, expense associated with owning it. So you figure whatever the 12-month or the annual insurance premium is, you divide it by 12. Let's just call it 100 bucks so what's another expense well we're in addition to the insurance we're going to have property taxes. So we take whatever the annual property tax bill is and divide it by 12 and that'll give us what our monthly taxes are so. we'll call that another hundred dollars right so now we've got our mortgage payment we've got our insurance and we've got our taxes, what are some other things well depending on. Whatever agreement or lease agreement that you have in place with your tenants you're either going to be paying as the landlord the utilities or you're going to have your tenant pay the utilities or a combination of of that so you you may pay for water and sewer but they may pay for their own cable but just to keep it simple we're just going to call it utilities and we're going to assume that you as the owner are going to pay for the utilities so we'll call that another hundred dollars a month okay so there's your utilities another big one and there's a lot, every investment is different. So there's lots of different uh, variables that come in depending on what your actual investment property is, whether you know there's lawn care or um, if you're in an area that gets snow and you need to worry about snow removal, there's lots of different factors that come into play. But I'm just kind of going through some of the main ones to use as an example. The uh, Another one that is really common, if you're not planning to manage the property yourself, you're gonna have property management. Okay, so if that's one of your costs, if you're going to pay a property manager, that's going to be one of your costs, typically 10%. So, over $1,500 that we bring in in rental income every month, 10% of that is 150 is going to go to the property manager. So, now that's another expense. Now, a lot of investors like to take this a step further and they want to include some safety nets, right? So, there's going to be repair and maintenance on the property. And it's hard to know what that is, but a lot of the times we'll just use an, a percentage of overall income to determine what we think the maintenance is for a year, and then divide that by you know, 12 to get it on a monthly basis. And then the same thing for what's called capital expenditures. And capital expenditures are a little bit different than repair and maintenance. Those are, you can just think of more or less as like big ticket items. So if you replace the HVAC on the property um, that's not really maintenance. That's an improvement of the property itself. So that would be a capital expenditure or, cap, or CapEx, we call it. Uh, so, and then a third one is, is vacancy, right? So we don't know that the property is gonna be fully rented for 12 months. So again, a lot of the times we will use an estimated percentage for uh, vacancy loss. And these aren't actually coming out directly against our cash flow. These are almost just like set asides, right? But that helps us model out the investment and paint a picture of that investment to see if we're safely knowing we're gonna have enough money to not only pay all the bills associated with the property, but also keep up with the maintenance and the capital improvements needed, uh, and then any vacancy, and then com- comfortably still have cash flow and make sure that the returns are what we're looking for. So after we've factored all of those um, costs in, uh, what's left over, hopefully, is our cash flow. So back to our example, the rent was 1,500. I think I said the mortgage was seven. We got a couple hundred dollars more for um, property management, utilities, insurance taxes. Let's just say the total, our estimated total cost for owning that property and and having everything done on a monthly basis is $1,200. So what's left over is our cash flow, right? So we're gonna, we can expect to make $300 a month on this investment of cash flow. So when we're make, making these, we're, we're analyzing a deal, we're making these assumptions, the more accurate we can be, the more close we're gonna be to reality when you go actually purchase the property and then fast forward two months to you've closed, you've got a tenant in there and it's actually operating as an investment that's you know those are your real numbers we want to be as close to reality as possible when we're analyzing so that's why i talk about the importance of knowing your numbers and analyzing uh, your deal so if you're investing for cash flow it's critical to do this on every single one of your investments before you go under contract to determine if you feel that it's a good investment for yourself you know because there's lots of different returns and ways to calculate if a deal is good and it also depends on what we're investing for. but one of the factors is cash flow typically. so you have other benefits you can factor in your principal reduction. Um, there's lots of other benefits to investing in real estate but one of the most direct, uh, directly correlated factors to our return is the cash flow and you know then we can measure that against what our down payment was. And that'll give us like our cash on cash return and all that good stuff but again i'm not getting into all that stuff today i just wanted to put emphasis on uh understanding our numbers and why i bring it up so much on the podcast and uh if you guys are out there analyzing deals you know knowing your numbers and and analyzing them as accurately as possible is really important to ensuring that we're successful with those deals and This is also another good point for new investors who maybe aren't investing yet, or you have whatever reason why you think you can't yet. There's no reason why you can't start analyzing deals, so even if you're not investing or and you have whatever reason why you think you can't start investing. Which we can save that for another podcast well there's no reason why you you can't start analyzing deals, so you can start looking in your market for properties that are for sale. Taking it, pulling all that data, and running those numbers, finding out what the estimated rent is, finding out what the mortgage cost would be, estimating what the you know, you, you know the utilities might be, and once you start to do that, the more you do it over and over, the more easier it becomes. Number one, and then number two, you kind of start to really realize sooner rather than later if a deal is going to be good or not. So when you're first starting it, you may have to go through that whole process before you realize that, okay, this one's not a good deal. But the more you do it and the the better at it you get and that repetition starts to kick in, you kind of start to know and get a feel for if something's gonna cost this much in this area and it's gonna rent for that much, I kind of know what most of my uh, expense costs are gonna be. So this deal either looks like it's gonna work or it's not, but you still gotta analyze it. My point is, is just that the more you do it, the better at it you get, the more comfortable with all those numbers you become. And ultimately, once you do start investing, you're gonna be in a better position to be successful with that investment and hit the re- the return targets that you have with your assumptions. So that's basically why I talk about uh, under analyzing deals and knowing your numbers all the time. Um, for those that are not currently analyzing deals, make sure you keep tuning into the Invest Next podcast, checking out the website and following along on all of our social media platforms because this is a topic that i'm going to be talking a lot more about in the very new near future. So if any of you guys are out there, putting two and two together just stay tuned so we're going to, uh, like I said before we're going to have some announcements on the website and i'm going to be talking a lot more about uh, calculating cash flow. So that's basically it for this week's podcast i'm going to have another guest back next week. But this was just a short show to give kind of an update on where things are with the website. I wanted to remind everybody about the YouTube channel and introduce the fact that we're going to be releasing some additional content on YouTube that's not found on the podcast. So check out YouTube. Of course, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and that's at the InvestNest. We also have a Facebook group page so you can find us on Facebook slash groups slash the InvestNest and uh, and of course, check keep keep checking the But again, I'm going to have a lot more to talk about with the website very soon. So I'm going to include all of these links uh, down in the show notes. So if anybody wants to check out YouTube or follow us on Instagram, I'll have the links down below. And uh, yeah, so just stay tuned, everybody. A lot of cool stuff coming up. I, again, I really want to thank everybody who's been tuning in. It's been awesome to see the rise in our audience week after week. Um, so thrilled about it and excited about where we've, uh, where we've gotten to and where we're going to go. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Thanks everybody for subscribing and continue spreading the word. It's really been helpful and it's been a lot of fun. You guys know how to get a hold of me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, you can email me info at the investnest.com, and uh, you know where I'll be at every Wednesday morning. So you can tune in and hear me talk real estate with our guest, our invest guest, each and every week. All right, well, that's pretty much it for this week's show. Uh, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate it. Again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe on YouTube all that good stuff and create your profile at InvestNest.com. As always, everybody, I'm your host, Travis Murphy, and we'll see you next time on the InvestNest Real Estate Investing Show. Thank you for joining us on the InvestNest Real Estate Investing Show. Be sure to join InvestNest.com and start learning and earning today.